Hello everyone. Welcome to the brand new podcast series done by TN Tech Innovative of 99X. My name is Tarindra Jayamaha, a QA enthusiast having 12 plus years experience in the QA industry, currently working for 99X. In this series, we are going to talk about quality assurance nothing but QA. And this is the first session of the series. We are going to talk about some frequent questions and doubts about the role of QA. We have a special guest today to talk about this topic, and he is none other than Chamal Pereira. Hello, Chamal. Hello, Tarindra. Hi. Welcome to the TN Tech first session of QA series. And I would like if you can do a brief introduction about yourself, Chamal. Sure, Tarindra. Uh, my name is Chamal Pereira, and I'm in this QA industry for almost 10 years now. And I'm currently working for 99X as a QA lead. Thank you for inviting me to be part of this podcast. Thanks for that introduction, Chamal. So let me get back to the uh, topic. Yeah, my first discussion point. Uh, Chamal, there's a common question and a confusion of the role of QA. When I say someone that I am doing QA, they say, oh, you guys do testing. How is it? How is it going on? People think QA is testing. What do you think about this? Is QA and testing the same? Or what do you, what, what, what is your opinion on this? Good question, Tarindra. The quality and testing are two very important concepts. It directly connects with our day-to-day life. Uh, let me take an example and uh, tell it to you. Assuming that you're going to buy a new mobile phone. Now, you don't want to buy a mobile phone with faults. You want to buy a good quality product. You can do different things like making a test call and try to open the camera and take a photo, sending a text message to someone else to make sure that you're buying a good quality product. All these things are different ways of testing to make sure you are buying a quality product. Now, this would be the same when it comes to the software development. The only difference would be that testing won't be and should not be limited to just one phase. It should happen in the entire cycle from the moment you get the requirement to the moment you deliver your final product. So to answer your question, Tarindra, QA or quality assurance is the bigger picture of making sure you keep the quality in every phase of your development cycle. It is not just limited to the testing phase. So QA is not same as testing. It's just a one phase of the subset of the entire process. Superb answer, Chamal. So with that, actually, I would like to go to another question, uh, kind of a discussion, actually. With the pandemic, we have seen that many roles have been challenged and many roles has been changed. Uh, so they have changed the way that used to work. How did the role of QA had got impacted with the pandemic? Has it been changed or is it the same way that we used to work before the pandemic? Yes, Sarindra. As uh, everyone knows, all of us are affected in this pandemic in some way. QA is no exception for this. But the importance of the quality has not decreased a bit. Now, I will try to um, explain this with an example. Now, in this situation, people cannot go out and buy things as they need. All businesses had to go online 
online traffic has increased all transactions are happening online now this leads to many different concerns such as security issues related to payments or privacy related issues about handling user information securely also in this situation people look for better ux or try to do action within minimum time period therefore performance is also playing a key role so the role of qa is challenge qa professional cannot just do functional testing they need to focus on security performance accessibility user experience side of things on the other hand you can't stop deliveries or releases due to the pandemic the business must continue otherwise you will be out of the game you still need to do frequent releases now to that you need to do automation testing to automate repetitive regression test now when it comes to test automation side you need to do it with minimum time you can't take all the time to set up framework start doing everything from the scratch you need to look for new options like cordless automations uh, when it comes to the infrastructure side tarindra most of us had our on premise test servers at our workplaces now all of us are working from home and we don't have the physical access to these servers most of these servers had to move out to the cloud platform qa had to learn the ci cd deployments troubleshooting as they did not have this frequent developer interaction as they used to have also uh, when it comes to the mobile testing or the uh, os related testing compatibility testing uh, people had to do it or people had to use the uh, the device farms or the things like browser stacks in order to use this because uh, accessing to the test devices is not uh, very practical in this situation all in all role of qa has changed and impacted in different ways in this pandemic situation yeah that's pretty much correct uh, chamal absolutely correct actually what you had said so i have seen that has been changed in many teams the way that we used uh, used to do uh, qa so the next discussion point is chamal uh, it is related to the responsibility of qa basically the quality i would say who should be responsible for the quality of the software products we mostly see that uh, when there are bugs from customers or when there are uh, when the, when the product is failing or it fails to perform uh, what what it should do basically we mostly point out the finger to the qa team is this correct uh, should the qa team be responsible for all these things alone or should they take the responsibility of these faults I think Tarendra every must everybody must take the ownership of this quality in t- the task they do for example uh, when a business analyst get a requirement the BA needs to do a quality check and make sure the requirement is captured correctly same applies to the developers as well the developer needs to do a proper analysis of the technology that they are going to use a proper review of the design and code and make sure the quality is there Uh, from the qa perspective uh, i think we need to be involved in the entire process and make sure the everyone is fulfilling their responsibilities and their desired responsibility about the things so tarindra i think and i believe the quality is the responsibility of the entire team the full team not just limited to the qa section or the qa team that is correct 
so as a team everybody should get the responsibility of the things that we produce the things that we deliver to the deliver to, deliver to our customers the next thing is chamal uh, there's a common thing that we see in the teams that we see that there's a cold war between qas and devs when a qa guy is raising a bug the dev team get offended sometimes and there's a fight happening between to prove the QA is trying to prove that is a bug and Dev is trying to prove that is not a bug. And sometimes QA team is more getting proud of finding bugs and their performance is sometimes measured based on the number of bugs they found. So as an example, if I raise around 10 plus bugs for the release, it's kind of a thing that I, I am too proud about. Okay, I found a lot of bugs. Is this correct? What do you think what the culture should be? should uh, should uh, how can we kind of remove this cold war between qa and dev team a very interesting question tarinja uh, like you said there's this traditional cold war going on between the qas and dev team and taking pride in the number of bugs qa logged but i think there should not be any conflict between qas and dev it is not a game between these two parties it should be between the team and the customers to deliver a better quality product. What we need to make sure is that customers don't find any bugs that the team missed out. Dev team or the development team should not offend by the number of bugs QA found out. If the number is high, then the entire team needs to look at where it goes wrong. There must be something wrong in the process. Also, on the other hand, QA team should not be proud of the number of bugs they raise. If the number is high, then the, as the QA person, you also need to be worried because you are not just a tester. You are the QA engineer who should be the quality consultant to the entire team. If there are a lot of bugs, then you need to investigate and see where they go wrong and help the team to correct it. Team needs to have proper retrospectives and root cause analysis and decide what action needed to be taken in order to reduce the bug count. I hope I answered your question, Tarinder. Correct, absolutely, uh, Chama. That is uh, that is pretty much we have to do to avoid this confusion. So we have to think that there should not be any uh, conflict between internal teams it's basically we need to make sure that the customer is not finding any defects and customers ultimate requirement is met now the next thing we see that we do so many process changes and we deliver products faster with the latest technology but still we see there are many products that still fails you have a great ui you have great functionality great technology is used but customers are still moving away from you what can be the main reason for this Jamal? what do you think why the customers are moving away from you uh, yes sarindra um, there are a lot of uh, different things uh, practices by different teams in order to give more value um, to the customers and uh, and uh, there are a lot of problems that we found out here um, and i think what happened here is that uh, even though we do testing or even though we quality assurances, we don't test uh, as our end users. Therefore, we won't be able to find the bugs that may be found by our end users as they use the product. Uh, now for that, we can use some concept like uh, the persona-based testing. Now what we do here is we think like our end user and user's persona and do the testing. 
Now I'll give you an example. Assuming that uh, we are developing a mobile product for sales representative who are going from house to house to sell product. Now, instead of testing functionalities in a typical way, what if we actually act or think like our end user? Now, in this case, act like an actual salesperson and do the testing. Uh, we can simulate different network connection as salesperson won't have consistent network connection as they move from one place to one place. We can simulate offline scenarios as this could be scenario an actual salesperson could encounter. Now, doing these different kind of scenarios will lead us to find bugs that we won't find in a typical way. There are actual users, our end users would use. Therefore, if we use a concept like this, we may able to find or we may able to be close to our end users and give a better results to our end customers or our actual customers. Thank you, Shamal. So basically, we should walk in their shoes and see what they see, hear what they hear, and the way we need to understand what they do. Correctly said. My final question to you, Jamal. Now, as a quality practitioner, how should I shape my role? How can I give better service and improve my productivity and efficiency? What kind of uh, tips and tricks or the things that you would like to uh, share with us? Uh, yes, Sarinda. I think what we need to do is we need to think beyond the traditional tester's role. Uh, we need to think that QA um, is the quality consultant of the product. Uh, we need to be an all-rounder by playing multiple roles. For example, we can be a business enabler. We need to understand the business. We need to understand the business flow, how it affects our end users. And we need to do the testing based on that. Also, we can also play the UX role. We need to think about how our customers would use our products and promptly suggest the use experience enhancement changes we need in order to have a, a better product. So in a nutshell, don't just be a typical tester for your product. Be a business enabler. Be a T-shaped quality consultant. Your product. Um, also, Tarindra, I think uh, we can introduce new concept as well we can uh, do the testing little earlier so there are concepts like shift uh, um, or do, do your testing more uh, frequently and do your testing early the shift left uh, approach the sooner you start testing you will find the bugs early and this will eventually gives you head start to fix bug this will help you to reduce the cost uh, because all of us know that uh, the cost to fix a bug in product state is very high and uh, if you move your testing um, timeline a little bit uh, left side then you can uh, do your testing early and you can find more bugs and um, uh, you can do uh, some or can introduce new concept uh, like uh, to your testing process as well you can do peer testing you can do uh, developer testing you can introduce your developers into the testing phase now uh, when i say uh, uh, include developers to the testing some of our developer friends may raise eyebrows at me but let me try to explain it in a in a way uh, what usually happens is when a developer finishes a user story, they just move it to the result column. Sometimes the acceptance criteria of the user stories are even met. In a situation like this, QA member must go through the user story and realize the acceptance is not fully filled or had assigned the user story back to developer for the, fi of the further fixing and the cycle goes and, and on. 
in order to avoid a situation like this what if we can make developers and qas work together once developer finishes the use story developer can have a peer testing round with or the show me session round with the qa developer can show what is implemented how it is implemented and then qa person can go through the acceptance criteria with the developer and maybe do a quick smoke test and make sure everything is fulfilled if all agreed user stories can be moved to the resolve state and if not developer can go back and fix it uh, now uh, the advantages of uh, introducing a method like this is that qa can save more time by this and this can be used to do more non-functional testing such as performance or the tricky testing or can do more extended tests uh, like regression or integration testing so answer to your question tarindra we can do different things we can do many interesting things we can adapt these trending technologies trending ways of doing the testing to our day-to-day -day life and uh, give a better quality product to our end users or our end customers thank you chamal it is very well explained actually the question i asked with that question we are going to conclude our discussion and let me summarize the things we have discussed today so the first thing we discussed is QA is not testing. Testing is a subpart of QA. QA is a major role that you play throughout the cycle and you have to be a consultant to each uh, stages of the uh, development cycle. The second, the role of QA has been changed with the pandemic. So we are not working like that we worked before. So we have to deal with a lot of cloud technologies, cloud platforms, and we have to do so many testing there. And not only non-functional testing, we have to do security, UX, user experience, and performance. Those kind of various test types are playing a major role. And the third one we discussed is QA is a collective responsibility of the entire team. That the quality is not something that QA team should be responsible alone that the entire team has to take the responsibility of the quality. Fourth, there should not be any conflicts with the dev and QA team. We are, we are trying to achieve a common goal in that uh, the journey, both the teams should work together. There shouldn't be any conflicts. Uh, the fifth one that I would uh, like to say is that QA roles should be adapted with the new processes. Try, try out new things, try out things and see whether it works for you, like ship left testing, trying to introduce unit testing and try to get your testing into the early stages, peer testing, likewise, those things you can use in your day-to-day uh, -day processes. Finally, the QA role should be shaped to play many roles while doing the core role. As correctly said by Chamal, T-shaped member. While having the core depth idea about QA, you need to have uh, kind of expanded area of knowledge on other areas like BA, UX, other old areas, you can gain some more knowledge. Thank you very much, Chamal, for joining us with the session one of the QA podcast series. We hope all of you got something out from the today's discussion and stay tuned for our next episode of this series. Till then, take care. I am your host, Tarindra Jayamaha from TN Tech podcast series organized by 99X.